You know the vibes. Another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K22. And ladies and gentlemen, we have the Western Conference champions for the 2021-22 season. The Golden State Warriors have been named Western Conference champions after defeating the Dallas Mavericks in five games. Stephen Curry is the first ever Irvin Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP. And I'm joined by none other than BJ Armstrong. Here to break down the action and take a look at tonight's game too. Mr. Armstrong, we once again watched the game with the people. How are you enjoying these watch-alongs? It's another one. It's another one, Mo. It's another one. <laughs> you know, it's been great. And shout out to Playback. Every time. You know, they've been incredible. What an incredible piece of technology to allow the fans to have a, the viewership and the experience of watching and interacting and so it's been a lot of fun. I, I mean, I enjoy it. You and I get a chance to watch the game, talk about the game, interact with the with the listeners, and and, and all these basketball, you know, you know, really fans from all over. So it's been great to watch. Been really positive feedback. So I've enjoyed every moment of it, and uh, we got another one tomorrow. Yes, sir. So if you guys don't know. You should know by now that you can watch the games for the conference finals alongside BJ and myself through a new company called Playback, who we have begun a little partnership with as they're in the experimental phase, getting off the ground. We have jumped in and we now watch the games alongside our amazing audience who join the conversation. They ask questions. You guys ask questions. We answer right. them live on the stream. We hear what your thoughts and opinions are on the game. We listen to your hot takes. Conversations go all over the place. We talk basketball. We talked a bit of fried chicken places earlier. We talk about whatever comes to mind. Okay, if the game's a blowout, we may discuss top five fried chicken places in the world. If the game's not a blowout, we break down and analyze. Popeye should be a sponsor of ours for sure. Popeye should be a goals. sponsor for sure. This is one of my goals in life. Jordan, Popeye's, and uh, this company here, Highland Spring Water, because I drink so much bottled water in a day. They, they all need to sponsor me because that's all I consume in the world, Okay. We're going to find a way. BJ, I, I know you got the contacts. Put me on with the CEO of Popeyes and we'll make it cracking. I'm sure that we could create something cool with their spicy chicken sandwich and our spicy hot takes. I'm pretty sure they could sponsor a segment. Spicy is taking a day. I already see the vision. CEO of Popeyes, hit me up. Okay, hit me the hell up. Let's get this work. Basketball, fried chicken, there's nothing better in the world. That's my DNA. That's all I do. I eat fried chicken. I watch basketball. I play basketball. That's what I'm about. So let's get it cracking. But anyway, if you guys want to watch the game alongside with us, you, all you have to do is sign up to playback. It's completely free for you to join the conversation. It's free. You can watch the game at the same time as us. No delay, no lag. It comes up on the screen. You can watch it on your computer. You can download the mobile app. You can even watch it on your TV. If you've got a smart TV, log in with your TV browser. So you can do all of these things. If you want to know more, check out the Hoop Genius Twitter account and scroll down. I did a thread explaining the other day how you can get involved. So shout out to everyone who came through and got involved. That's why the podcast this week have been a little bit shorter than usual because we're giving you three hours plus, four hours sometimes of content on playback. And it's been amazing. And I can't wait for tonight's game. The Boston Celtics are going to Miami Heat. But before we do that, Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors. Actually, no, no, no. Before we right. do that, let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks because I feel like they're going to get swept okay. under the rug now in the greatness of the Warriors. We have to give them their credit. They started the season with Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, and Tim Hardaway Jr. as their big three. And they traded away Porzingis. Tim Hardaway's been injured since January. And Luka Doncic and the new additions have carried them to the Western Conference Finals, being the best regular season team in the NBA. We have to give them 
their flowers. What do you think about this season for the Mavericks, B? What an amazing season they've had. And it should be noted, they've made a tremendous amount of changes from their head coach, a new general manager, Nico Harris. Nico Harrison comes over from Nike. Nike boys. Then they trade for Zingas. Tim Hardaway Jr., it, you know, he got hurt, I think, with a broken foot or what have you. And they've done all of this. Luca comes in camp, not in the best of shape. And they still somehow, some way, they manage to get through all of this and get to the conference finals. An amazing season. It was a gentleman's sweep, but they won one game. And now they have something to build on. They should be feeling very good about where they're at. But to know, Mo, that the Western Conference, you know, maybe we'll get into it this show or maybe a next, a next, another show. The Western Conference will improve next year. Big time. You know, Denver, will, their guys will come back. The Clippers guys will come back. This, you know, the Western Conference will improve. Timberwolves, Grizzlies. All Lakers of these guys might even will do get better. <laughs> yes. Maybe, hopefully so not. They will get better. So they don't have time to rest, but they should be – they should – Feel like they got something to accomplish. They have a great player. He is young. However, we know there's things he has to improve on. But this team right now, I think they had they they have to have a good offseason if they're gonna come back with the same expectations if they want to get back to the conference finals or even beyond that. So congratulations to the Mavericks. I think you know Cuban and those guys they did a great job. You know, every team has had their things they had to battle through. But give them credit for, you know, being able to be resilient. I think this is a, you know, very resilient group. They certainly played it all the way out to the end. And I want to give, you know, also, I want to shine some light on Jason Kidd. He really did a terrific, terrific job of coaching this team. Defensively, how about that, where they really improved this year. And that was probably the most significant thing. They were much improved on the defensive end. And Luca had some brilliant plays, Jalen Brunson, and this team really, they fell in and they started playing together and they did a great job. And uh, I know they didn't end like I wa- they wanted to, to, they wanted it to, but overall I thought they did a terrific job. Now, looking forwards for the Dallas Mavericks, they've got Luka Doncic's Supermax extension kicking in. He's going to be making $36 million next year. They've locked up Dorian Finney-Smith on a great team-friendly deal, $12 million next year. That's all he's going to be making. Then they have some other salary on their books. They've got Dinwiddie for 18 mil for the next two years, 18 mil a year. They've got Tim Hardaway, who they signed to a front-loaded contract, which means his contract reduces in salary every year for the next three seasons. That could be a tradable piece. They've got Dwight Powell making 11 on an expiring. That's a very tradable asset. They've got Reggie Bullock making 10 mil a year. I think they're going to have to hold on to him. Maxi Kleber's making 9 mil on an expiring. And then they have Davis Bertans, who's making 16 mil for the next three years, every year. And we've seen crazy things happen. They might give up a few first round picks and send him over to Oklahoma City. You know, if OKC take on another player that was in an Al Horford or Chris Paul position that a team wants to dump to go in a new direction, they could swoop in and take that player and give Davis Bertans and draft picks to the OKC Thunder. So, and I don't know. I'm just saying, speculating. There are moves that can be made. There are moves that can be made. You know, currently they've got 151 committed um, to, to salaries next year. We're going to have to see what happens with that. But I just think the turnaround for this team, because they didn't start the season well. They almost mirrored the Celtics. They both had really bad starts to the season and they managed to turn it around. And they did that through their defense. 
Unfortunately, their defense wasn't there for the first half of this game. They turned it up in the third quarter, made it a close one. They were getting blown out. They were down 30, 20 points. Managed to get it back to within single digits and then Golden State, they turned up the gas. Draymond Green said, we're not losing this game. Clay Thompson said, I'm, it's not game six, I'm game five, Clay, right. today. We're not losing. But credit to the Dallas Mavericks. A fantastic run, a season that they should be proud of. They should hold their heads high as they look forward into the future. And Doncic is going to improve. He's going to learn from his mistakes. His conditioning is going to be better. His defensive efforts are going to be better. Or at least they have to be better if he wants to go on and win the Western Conference. But the Golden State Warriors have won the Western Conference. And they're back in the NBA Finals, sixth time in eight years. And Steph Curry joins an elite group, BJ. Okay. He is one of the few superstars, because I know this is Clay Thompson's sixth straight finals, but we're talking about the superstars, the best of the best. There are 14 mm-hmm. players, if I'm correct. Let me check one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there are 14 players who have had six or more finals appearances. Can you name... How many of the 14 can you name? Or 13, because now Steph Curry is obviously added to the list. So you have Steph, you have LeBron. Yep. And we're talking superstars, so like like Kuzi's not included. You know what I mean? We're talking just about... uh, Yeah, Tim Duncan, yep. Kuzi's not a superstar? Oh, no, he is, he is, he is. He's on the list. I'm uh, I'm sorry, J.J. We've got Kuzi on the list, so that's that's four. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like Tommy Hansen's not on the list. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Magic Johnson, right? Yes. Kareem. Yes. How many is that, Mo? Six, I believe. Okay, let's go through this now. You got Steph, LeBron. Yep. yep. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Pippen. I don't think Pippen is considered a... Superstar on this list. He's a top fifty player, but he's not considered a superstar. Okay, come right. on, man. We just we just, we just go. <laughs> okay, I'm just. Yeah, yeah, I, I, how do we define it? I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. Okay, so we got Kuzi, we got Russell. Yep, clearly, Magic Johnson. We got Kareem. Yep. How many are we right now? How, how many is that? Is that nine? Yeah, you're missing six. You're not. So well, I'm missing six. Missing five. Is, is Will Chamberlain on that list? Yep. Is Will Chamberlain on that list? Yep. Okay. Um, but this list six was, or more. I, I'm going to be honest. Six. This list was written by Bill Simmons. So it's very slanted to the Celtics because he doesn't have Pippin. Oh, yeah. He has, so, yeah. He has yeah, Havlicek, Havlicek, on Havlicek, Havlicek on the list. Havlicek. Yeah, he has yeah, Havlicek yeah, on see, the list. See, see, no, yeah, no more Celtics after that. No more I'm glad you said it. Okay. I'm glad you said it. Full transparency. Yeah. So, so okay. Have the check. Okay. There are three more names that you haven't mentioned, and all of which played for the Lakers. Oh, I, I yeah. Okay. What do you got? Worthy. Um, he's not on the superstar tier. He's not. Nope. Worthy's not on there. No. Three more players who played for the Lakers, and, and I think you, they're so obvious that you've just not even thought of them. Elgin Baylor? No, yep. Elgin Baylor. Elgin, Jerry Elgin, West. Elgin okay. Baylor's there. Elgin Baylor is on. Jerry, Jerry West is there. Elgin Baylor. Did he win a champ? Elgin Baylor, I don't think won a championship though, right? But we're talking about just making the finals. Oh, okay. Jerry West. Jerry West is there and sure. two more Laker players. Oh, wow. The, the, Gail Goodrich? Gail Goodrich? 
No, no, we're talking about this century from 2000 onwards now. I'll give you a clue. Come on. Oh, to, oh Kobe, I forgot. Kobe Bryant and Shaq. Right? Yeah, no, Co- Kobe Shaq and Shaq. There? Kobe and Shaq, yeah. Because obviously he went to Miami. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, right, right, right. And he made the finals with Orlando in the 90s. Um, yeah, but yeah. Right. But, 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 but the moral of the story is Stephen Curry is now in the elite of elite categories when we talk about all-time great players, right? right? If there was any doubt before, not that I had a doubt. But How many has he been to now? Is this six? This is his sixth one. Wow. This is wow. Six, it's Clay's sixth one and Draymond's sixth one too, but, but we're just talking about the top of the top because all the conversations today was about Steph Curry being a top 10 player of all time. I'm going to tell you this. I don't care about people's top 10 lists. I really don't. But here's what I do care about. Clay Thompson, torn Achilles, torn ACL, made it back six straight NBA finals. Draymond Green, everyone said he was washed. Everyone said he was overpaid. He was finished. He shoots with a backpack on. Guess what? Sixth NBA finals. Steph Curry, early in his career, they said he wasn't ever going to get healthy enough. The Golden State Warriors fans booed Joe Lake of Addy Arena when they traded Monte Ellis instead of Stephen Curry. Who's laughing now? Stephen Curry's back in the NBA Finals. They said Steph couldn't do it without KD carrying him. Guess what? KD's at home. Steph's back in the NBA Finals. And in fact, at the start of this season, Draymond Green questioned the Warriors' ownership of trying to run two timelines. How are these young guys, Kaminga and Moody, going to come in and help us get back to the Finals? Well, guess what? They're back in the Finals too. And they played important roles through this playoff run. Congratulations to the Warriors. It's taken a full squad. Yeah. Kevon Looney has done a great job. And I, I, I did a show on uh, Snapchat, BJ. I have a show on Snapchat called In the Paint, right? I don't know if right. you've seen. I don't know, BJ, are you, are you on Snapchat? No, of course not, Mo. You, 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 <laughs> Mo, I don't, I, I, Mo, I barely know how to answer my phone. I, 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 I don't know anything. <laughs> okay, well, well, I'm not really on Snapchat, but a lot of, a lot of young people are. I, I think we're over 40,000 subscribers on Snap. So shout out to everyone who watches In the Paint. Big up to you every time. In this week's episode, I broke down the roster of the Golden State Warriors and how they did it. And just look at how they've done this, okay? Listen to the players they've drafted. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, Kavon Ludi, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kuminga, and James Wiseman, who didn't even play, and they're already in the finals without him playing. Then they found undrafted talent, Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Lee, and Gary Payton II. Then they signed three guys on the veterans minimum, Otto Porter Jr., Nemanja Bailey, and Andre Gadala. And the only trade to impact this roster was Andrew Wiggins. And they got Andrew Wiggins from trading D'Angelo Russell. Minnesota sent D'Angelo Russell and the pick that became Jonathan Kaminga at number seven in exchange for Andrew Wiggins. And no one thought that he would play like this. There was so much criticism of him at the time and he's proved everyone wrong. All-star start of this season. And they did that because D'Lo came over in a sign and trade when KD left. And KD came to fill the void of Harrison Barnes, who was drafted by the Golden State Warriors. So credit to the Warriors organization and their ability to draft talent, identify talent, and pick up undrafted talent and then find the two or three veterans to come in on the minimum salary that are perfect fits for their system. Because Kelly, Kelly Oubre right. was there. He wasn't really a good fit for the system. But then they brought in Otto Poor Jr., who, to his credit, took less money than he was being offered from elsewhere to play for this Warriors team. So the way that we talk about roster construction, BJ, the Warriors yes. organization have done a sublime yep. job of constructing this roster. They are the new generation San Antonio Spurs that sustained excellence over a long period. And obviously we don't know how things are going to work out over the next 10 years. But even once Steph Clay and Draymond are done, Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, who is a rookie, but he plays like a veteran who's been there for 10 years with his poise. And Jonathan Kaminga, who's just a superhuman athlete and has so much potential. And James Wiseman, the number two overall pick. 
they're pretty set for the future too. So they've taken that San Antonio model and they've really run with it. So just credit to Joe Lake over the ownership, but also Bob Myers in the front office for constructing such an amazing roster with so much depth, so much talent and so much potential. Cause I feel like they could even get better next season. Cause I don't think Steph Clay or Draymond will get worse, but I think all these young players are going to get better if they can keep hold of everyone. What a superb job. And I'm really speechless because you know, once you start aging, especially guards, right? You're talking about Steph Curry and, and it's well-documented what Clay has had to overcome to get back to where he's at now with an ACL and an Achilles, Draymond. Give these guys all the credit in the world for these guys battling, being able to play with this type of effort and energy and the things they've been able to display, but more importantly, performing when the lights are on and when the lights are brightest. These guys have all played significant roles with this team and their leadership and, and how they played, and they've, they've done this day in and day out. And give Steve Kirk credit for finding a way to integrate and navigate this situation because, you know, Mo, I don't know if you – you know, if we've talked about it, but think about this. At one point, they were bringing Steph Curry off the bench. Insane. And I don't know how many superstars, okay, a player of his caliber, you know, would say they're cool with that. But he mm-hmm. understands. Just give him... Just give just give that a thought for a second. Steph Curry is coming off the bench in the playoffs. This isn't the regular season of minutes. You know, I don't know. I don't. I, I can't remember. But maybe there was a minute restriction. But just think about this: Steph Curry in the playoffs, and Jordan Poole was the number one option. And this guy was in the D League what just a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. So think about how difficult that was. How do you even have that conversation? And then he buys in. And your team buys in. And and bear in mind, Steph Curry is the same guy who was happy to recruit Kevin Durant and then sit back and let Kevin Durant go and collect those finals MVPs and be that guy as long as the team was winning. His sacrifice for the team is amazing and an example of superstars everywhere. You know, people call it sacrifice. I just call it leadership. That's yeah. just leadership. Yeah, but it's, it's sacrificing your ego because a lot of superstars in this league have an ego. Think about the other guys that have not been able to make their so-called super teams work, right? Guys that have been unhappy in their roles, not getting enough touches, not getting enough to the spotlight and forced their way out. I just give Steph Curry all the credit. Congratulations to the Warriors, Bob Myers. Steve Kerr and, and, and the entire organization, just give those guys credit. They get nothing but praise. They should. That's a, that's, you know, you know, Mo, you hear me say it and I'll say it one more time. Roster construction is a real talent. It's a talent. It, it doesn't, you know, we talk about the players and we talk about, you know, coaches and we talk about the owners, but I'm telling you, Mo, if you want to have a championship caliber team, that's one of the things that's so undervalued. You have to understand how to construct a team and you have to build a team and give the Warriors credit, you know, for identifying those young players, 
having the ability to have this, you know, more experienced players to bring along these young players. And then Mo, they have two players that really aren't playing really in the rotation and James Wiseman, mm-hmm. who I happen to think may could be without question in the all-star and Jonathan Kaminga sitting there, Moses Moody. How about his contribution tonight in the first half? Yep. Big time. So, I mean, this is just amazing. You got Gary Payton who's out. I mean, they just, they've done an incredible job and that's, that's what takes to win a championship. And I know Steph Curry is going to get all the praise as he should, but I would tell you it's, it's a team effort from top to bottom. And those guys are exemplifying what excellence look like from top to bottom. When we were doing our watch long, we had a great question come in from Andy Williams and he wanted to know how the Warriors were so great defensively with Draymond being their only superstar on the defensive end. And, and I think, you know, there are guys that go underrated, like Wiggins has been great defensively and Gary Payton seconds, obviously when he's healthy, a huge fan of, but Draymond Green's leadership, especially on the defensive end and getting guys to raise their level of play by challenging them with his intensity has been huge. And after the game, Shaquille O'Neal asked Draymond who he wants to play in the NBA finals. And this is what Draymond said. He said, you ask me who I want to play, but I'm going to tell you who we're going to play. We're going to play Boston. Tonight, game six, the Celtics are up three games to two, taking on the Miami Heat. They're one win away from the NBA finals. How do you see tonight's game going? I think, first of all, I think that was a great answer. And you you, you asked me, Mo. I, 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 I thought you were going to say it's a great segue onto the next topic. But but yeah, great answer. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, you asked me. <laughs> you, know, you asked me. You asked me. I was like, at this stage, you don't care. You you really don't care. You 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 got to you got to play and focus in on what's in front of you. And listen, I told you after game four what I thought, and I'll say it again. I thought the Celtics looked like the better team after game four. At the beginning of the series, I really felt that the death of the Miami Heat would probably play a factor as they go in in the series, game five, six, and seven. But the Boston Celtics looked like the better team. They have more options on the offensive end. The Miami Heat, in particular, these last two games, they've really struggled. They can't generate enough offense. Jimmy Butler has really struggled. The only option that I see that appears to have some little flow would be Bam. And Bam has to get, you know, I I said it a couple of nights ago. I'll say it again. He has to get at least 20 to 25 shots up. Other than that, Mo, I didn't see anything. You know, Victor Oladipo came off the bench and put up, you know, a 20-point effort, I think, in game four. I don't see anything else. Tyler Hero looked like he's going to be out for the remainder of the series. Maybe he comes back. I just don't see it. I think defensively, they're playing well enough, talking about Miami. But offensively, I don't think they can score enough points to win this series. Well, to play devil's advocate, because you know me, I'm never happy with a lead. Well, Mo, they're up 100 points. And you're going to find something. So I'll let you do your thing. I'll let you do your thing. It had it going into game six. Now, the Miami Heat. Great defensive team. If they can force the Celtics into turnovers like they did in the games that they won this series, they will win the game. If the Celtics can't take care of the basketball, they will lose the game horrendously, like we've seen previously in this series. But on the other side of the ball, we talk about their offense struggling. Well, this is Jimmy Butler in a do-or-die situation right now. He's struggled the last two games, or the last two and a half, three games. But this is everything on the line now. 
Can he tap into the extra gear that we saw him tap into in the NBA Finals? Duncan Robinson was huge. Defensively, he doesn't offer a lot. In fact, he may be a negative on defense, but offensively, he's found his rhythm again and he can knock down shots. Bam Adebayo has shown what he's capable of doing. Now, whether or not he could do that against Rob Williams, who seems to be absolutely destroying him every time they play, but if he can do that and be aggressive like he was in the game that Miami won, then the Miami Heat can win this game six. The Celtics were losing three games to two, and then they went in to Milwaukee and won game six and game seven. Let's not just assume that the Celtics are in the finals right now. They have to take care of business. And to take care of business, you guys at home have to be with us on playback tonight for the game, watching along with BJ and myself. We're going to be talking and cracking jokes and analyzing the game throughout the entire duration of all four quarters, and maybe even overtime if it goes to overtime. We're going to be there, and we hope that you join us there. If you enjoy the podcast, imagine this as a three-and-a-half-hour podcast. I don't think things get much better than that. And it's a Friday night. You ain't even got work in the morning. You've got no excuses. And here's an extra treat. You can see most sweat. You can see more because he, he will be sweating during this game, okay? I don't sweat. He will be sweating. I, I don't sweat. I don't sweat. Unless they're running out of chicken sandwiches at Popeye's and I'm in a queue and I might not get one. Then you might see me sweating. But watching the game, I'm cool, calm, and collected. Just a little stressed out. Just a little, just a little bit stressed out. But uh, yeah, make sure you tune in with us. It's good vibes. You know the vibes, as we say every day, as we've said 105 times. And next week, BJ and I are going to join us crazy, BJ. We've done over 100 episodes of this podcast, and we still have never met in real life. That changes next week where we yes, go to the NBA finals. And also, if you guys didn't know, i got a treat for you guys next week. We've got Paul Pierce on the podcast. We've recorded the episode. Stay tuned. The truth himself is on the podcast on Tuesday morning. Oh, so you don't want to oh. miss that. But BJ and I are going to be linking up and bringing you this podcast in person. So the vibes are going to go from, you know the vibes to, you know the vibes every time. Because it's going to be super lit. We're going to be covering the NBA finals live and direct from the arena. We're going to go to San Francisco and then hopefully to Boston. So until then, I hope to see you guys tonight for this watch along. And I hope to see you guys all next week for the podcast. And I hope to see the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. BJ, I appreciate you as always. I will see you later on I appreciate you. I got one one thing I want to say. Go ahead. I want to tell the listeners. Uh Uh-huh. Don't check your phone. Don't check your watch right now. Mo says you know the vibe because y'all know what time it is. You know where to find us. We here, baby. <laughs> we here. We in the building. Now come on out and rock with us. Cause to, tonight for you guys, tomorrow for me, we got game six. Yes. We got the Golden State Warriors here. The Seeds got an opportunity to get back to the finals. Inshallah. That's what we're saying. Hey, you know what? I know what it is, Mo. I know what it is. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know the time, Mo. You de- you say you know the vibes. I know what time it is, Mo. I ain't checking my phone and I ain't checking my watch. Now, let's go get it. Yes, sir. We're going to be there. We hope to see you there. Make sure you review the podcast. Give us five stars. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you tell your friends about the podcast. And make sure you're there tonight on Playback. Check out the Twitter for more details. We're going to be watching the game with you. So until then, my people, have a great day. Have a blessed Friday. And most importantly, much like Steph Curry and the Warriors, get buckets.